0: And welcome back to another episode of the okay. Odin Samurai Sons podcast. Uh, we are here today, Patrick, Katie, Brandon, and myself to talk about uh, the first half of the surprisingly, surprisingly good uh, series of She-Hulk. Um, I'm going to start by saying I'm surprised at how good it is because I did not like after the first couple of episodes for me personally, I like the expectations started to Kind Typical of straight man,
1: underestimate, underestimating women once again.
0: All right, right Brandon. All right, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I was, I, I, and if I'm being honest, I wasn't. No, that's the premise. That's not the premise at all. Um, Brandon, please <laughs> first know. remind me what the lead. A- what, what is the lead actress's name?
1: Uh, Tatiana Maslany.
0: Tatiana Maslany, incredibly talented, first and foremost. Incredibly um, adorable. I agree. I, agree. <laughs> Jeez, I, I, I think I think what's I think what I love so much about this series so far, just, you know, plot, you know, plot aside that we'll get into later on is the the breaking of, of the fourth wall. You, you, you love it. Yeah. You know, like it's like it's it's I haven't seen that since Deadpool. And we thought that was Deadpool's shtick, but they're making it flow really well, you know, here. So that's people... my shtick to start. Someone else continue it on.
1: I'll continue right there. But I just kind of want to pose the point that people were really worried about break i was this is one of the things i was the most excited about because she Hulk breaks the fourth wall in the comics all the time it's like people are like we want it to be comic accurate but we don't want to break the fourth wall i'm like that is comic accurate that is comic Um, accurate and i this was like the thing i was the most excited about because like the mcu can get monotonous it just can't there there's a formula to some things that they've been following for like a while and changing it but ultimately like it's been sticking to the same formula. Let's not pretend like it's not a lot of its Stuff is different. There's a lot of different things going on, but like there's a formula.
0: Not, how it doesn't much, feel like it in this show. How um, much of the comics do you think they've brought to this series thus far? I think
1: that they brought inspiration from the comic. Sorry. I think they brought inspiration from the comics, but they're really doing their own thing. Like this is totally different than any Marvel project we've ever seen. Um, it doesn't really feel like it's, like an origin well, excuse me, origin story per se, it more feels like this is just kind of her life, you know, where the MCU okay. feels a little bit like a little bit more grander, but like grander is not always good. This feels simple in a very good way. And this it's much still, more... go ahead. Sorry.
2: No, no, go ahead. Uh, I, hear I right think to sorry. complete what you're saying is that it's, this is more down to earth, kind of like what the, the defender series that we saw on Netflix we get to see more of like what their lives are like, what mm-hmm. people's, what the everyday person's life is like, you know, dealing with all these different superpowered beings and heroes and villains and all that. I, it's a good I perception. heard in, it is a great perception. I
1: heard in this ne- next episode we haven't seen yet. Um, they go to a wedding. <laughs> that's episode
0: number <laughs> six, by the way, for those listening to this episode. Yeah, um, we're we're only we,
1: covering the first five, but yes. that's such like a a real down-to-earth thing like you said like i'm getting married soon you guys are married like it's like a thing that just happens to people and they're going to like see the process of it and like it's just a very down-to-earth kind of thing to add in this kind of show um and very relatable i think so i i just kind of like that that it's very good at like taking inspiration from the comics and also kind of keeping the levity and like
2: the modernness to it Actually, we've we've had a wedding in MCU before in Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. Technically, Dr. that's Palters. true. But so uh, very
1: true. But like, but didn't that, that wedding feel
2: like this? Like,
1: it felt like a very hoity-toity rich people at the top of a New York skyscraper. <laughs> it, you know, this yeah. was like,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, this this
1: like the place that it, like I, I saw a preview it looked like the place that Ryan and I were looking to get married. at. (laughs) You know, it it felt, it it felt more relatable and I I haven't seen the episode yet, but I'm sure it's much more similar to a wedding that either of us would have rather than one. I guarantee
0: Brandon and Ryan are going to be doing the research to find that exact venue to get one in Dr. Strange. (laughs) No, the one, the one in the next episode of She-Hulk. Oh,
1: the one in Doctor sure. Strange would be fucking dope. That was a cool menu. <laughs> um, so here,
2: so here's something I wanted to talk about here, because like I, go for I I've, it. I've been enjoying the show so far. I think we all have been. A lot. Public perception overall has been a little wishy-washy about it, right? Like people have been on overplays yes there's a bunch of like sexist mo- motherfuckers out there who just you know flaming it as usual you know just yeah, like to do. those with Captain people Marvel, are waiting like to, to say what they had Captain been Marvel. planning on saying patrick i'm yes. sorry to interrupt you they yeah.
0: th- those people were on just standby to
2: just bash yeah but i there some of them do have some uh the the, the opinions i do listen to they have maybe some valid points there are times with the show where i do feel that it kind i do feel like it has kind of dropped off a little bit over the past couple episodes. Maybe it's because it yeah. just kind of set off, off on a really high bar for the first couple episodes. And I don't know about you guys, but it kinda of, it kind of felt something feels a little off with like the past like maybe like episode or two. But um you don't have to yeah, lower like the, your
1: expectations, but you have to loosen them. You yeah. have to treat this show as a Marvel content, but you also kind of have to treat it like a literal sitcom. You know? Yeah. And like yes. we're seeing like first of all, it's been a lot of setup and I I see what you're coming, Mm -hmm. where you're coming from. There have been, there've been a lot of moments of setup and in those moments of setup, we've seen a lot of levity and humor and things like that, but it it definitely is building to something. And like, I find the superhuman law division very interesting. I think it's like a really cool part about this show and like things that you'd never think about. Like this is closer to law and order SVU with like parks and recreation (laughs)
0: <laughs> than it is
1: to like Captain America: Civil War. I kind of think
0: of that. I kind of think of it as more of like a down to earth version of of the TVA. In ah, a sense, I wouldn't go that. In a far. sense, in a sense, because it's like <laughs> they are specific specific to certain groups of people. Um, TVA is set to certain laws of you know physics and 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 time. So I kind of like I thought that they kind of resonated with each other in their own, you know, separate ways, I guess.
3: Yeah.
1: The thing I don't agree with that, about that is that, you know, the TVA is a whole umbrella and GLK and H is within that umbrella. That's you fair. Know? that's fair. Now, that, that,
0: that is a, that is a distinguishable difference. I'll give you that. But I just think of like the ups, you know, the like the whole thing, you know, the perspective of it. But go ahead. Let, let's
1: talk about some of the clients that she has had. Um, yeah in her time well let's first before <laughs> that let's talk about her getting to glk G- and h um so she was fired because she went into a courtroom and titania broke through their wall and she saved the day it was declared a mistrial and she was working for the da's office the district attorney's office so like i mean that is grounds for firing her basically like yeah for the for a da's office i don't think that would be for like a private firm but the for the district attorney I think that's fair game, honestly, but like, you know, we see her get fired and she gets a job from GLK and H and they force her to be like She-Hulk the entire time. What do we think about this decision? About just like her having to be She-Hulk? Like, I'm very curious about everyone's decision about like her reaction to like having to do that. And I would love to hear from Katie.
2: Or Thor? Yeah. <laughs> do,
3: do, do, do you need yeah, a Thor moment?
2: Do you need a moment? That, that was a very, very good question. That was a very big question. That so is I a cry.
3: very big question.
0: I, start I'm at a, one point and your way down.
2: I'll okay. start off. Okay. That's good.
0: Yeah, then we'll go to Katie.
1: And then we'll go to Katie and we'll go around the table because I want to hear everyone's opinion about this because I think that this is like a huge pivotal moment in these comics and like it kind of leads to everything basically – or in the show rather, sorry – Um you know, she complained about it a lot at first about being like, people are going to think like, I don't have the qualifications for this job when I definitely do like, which she's right. She worked at the DA's office. Um, I think that like, she slowly Mm -hmm. realizes like, or she's slowly going to realize like, this was a good thing. Kind of trapped up in like a kind of misogyny. bow. you know, like I, I just like, I think that this, it was just a very important moment because a she broke the fourth wall and like b like she had to change her whole lifestyle and clothing and everything and first i don't know why like for this whole mundane kind of thing just seems very important to me i have no right reason for it
2: but i think it's i think it is actually a very important moment right here because it's a classic example of like her not being seen for like who she wants to be seen as or like what she, what, who she is like her, her part of her identity is, um was it uh, Jennifer Walter, right? Mm-hmm. Her. And, but the problem is that her boss only sees her as she Hulk and that she's only seeing a part of her. She's only seeing her as kind of like a uh, part of the business. What the useful part of her for, you know, his purposes, right. In this case, being she Hulk, you know, being the lawyer for, you know, the superhero uh, division. Right. Mm-hmm. So, it, and it bothers her, right? Because she's not being seen for as who she really is, right? Not just Jennifer Walter not just She-Hulk, but as both parts. And, of course, she herself is trying to come to terms that she's both people right here. Yeah. And that's my the take last, on it. The last episode, p- piggybacking off Patrick,
0: the last episode kind of proved that when she was, you know, fighting for the trademark of She-Hulk, you know, with, like, you know, against Titania of all people for that trademark with, like, Showing how she used She-Hulk as a date, like, to date people. And then, and but then there's also that point of, like, you know, the contrast of why she did not want to accept She-Hulk in the first place. So we're
1: seeing a big transition here between, like, her opinion about, like, her new self. I mean, she has, I mean... When she went to go get tailored for her her outfits i was like wow and she was like can you make something for both of my bodies and i was like oh my god she has two bodies (laughs) i just kind (laughs) of realized that um which is kind of wild but like also like really cool um what do we think of her like her whole look i i for one am a big fan of the hair um what, what do we think of her like look altogether and like what she's looked like so far? Cause we haven't seen her in her super suit yet.
3: Well, I want right. to talk more about the other thing. Oh yeah.
1: Actually, sorry. Go ahead.
3: Uh, so I feel like that's some typical white man bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Just be like, this is how, right. this is how you are going to look at this job. I mean, that's, that's some, some weird policing right there. Of that, her appearance.
2: That's a good term, right there.
0: That yeah. is, yeah. yeah. Not to get too political, it sounds like morality police.
3: Not, oh, really. I mean, it's it's almost the opposite. Like, I just ha- read this whole paper about um, how uh, one of its points was how women's appearance is <laughs> used in a way in jobs and success that men's is not. And her, wow. her appearance as, as She-Hulk is very different than it is as Jennifer Walters. And forcing her to look like that is a very weird way to use her appearance uh, kind of against her wishes, which is weird, because she has like the whole two bodies, which is very interesting. Right. And then,, um, oh, I lost my other thought, where to go. Hold
2: on. If I, I if I was to equate that, sorry to interject. If I was yeah, to equate yeah. that to like you know maybe a more like relatable example for people viewers and people listeners out there, it could be it's like basically your boss telling you, okay, you need to dress you telling know you sexually you to provocatively, yeah. you know, gotta wear you know low cut shoes. and you're required and to wear
3: heels. Or, yeah, you know, so, you so that have way to you don't
2: know, get yourself more green. clients. <laughs> and then you also have to paint yourself green. And then you in the you have process. To paint, yeah. That on yeah. top of
0: that, you got to be muscular, you got to be green, and you got to be cinematically can you, awesome
3: can you grow is to different, your
2: feet by tuesday <laughs> it's like it's obviously they are telling her to like look a different way of course but it's still i feel like in the same vein here at the, at,
3: and then i feel like that goes along with her thoughts that that's, this is the thought that i lost um, it goes along with her thoughts that she thinks people aren't going to take her seriously like that because that's another thing that comes she, along with your appearance as a woman like like the typical blonde jokes, if you're a blonde woman, you are suddenly less reputable just by virtue in certain spaces.
1: Haven't these fools seen Legally Blonde?
3: Exactly. But yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that, Blue, that's just Blue one example. I mean, There are plenty others. Yes, Blue and Thor both have uh, thoughts tonight. Apologies for the interruption. They are allowed to have a dog opinions. and the cat. <laughs> we
0: will never silence any opinion, whether it is human or feline or canine. The only voice
1: say? I stifle is Jeremy's. Mm.
0: That is true. <laughs> I love you like the brother I knew I never wanted. <laughs> Sorry. Um anyway yeah, For those listening, like that's a... our relation. Go ahead, Katie. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, it it feels like a uh, a weird appearance policing. Yeah. And And, and almost like a commentary on that. They do these things on purpose. It's very on purpose.
0: This Mm -hmm. might not be as relatable to what you were just saying, Katie, but like, um, for those listening, um, for those that do know me, I, I did just accept like a job offer, you know, to go work at an, to go, to go work at an office and, you know, and no longer be fully remote. I'll be honest. The first thing that I thought to do was I need to tell, I need to talk to my mom. We, I need to go clothes shopping with her because when's the last time I was in an office on a daily basis? So like, I, it's, 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 it is very different from what you were saying, Katie. Oh, but, God. oh gosh, we have an animal injury. <laughs> Everyone yeah. okay over there? Yeah, I don't know. The dog
3: scared him. And the he jumped cat
0: on cat <laughs> you okay, Patrick? The yeah. mighty Thor has scratched you. I really no, I, think the listeners need to see this, this on video now that we're <laughs> yeah.
2: But, we but anyways, it's that. all good. Um,
0: anyways, like, he kind said, of like... Not, Where's my brother? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so, yeah, no, as I was saying, as I was saying, like, you know, my, it's a little contrasting from, you know, from what you were just saying a second ago, Katie, about, like, you know, kind of, like, objectifying women to having to look a certain way. Right for me, it's like I forgot how to look in that way because it's been so long since I've been in that. Because you're a man, and societal norms
1: don't demand a higher <laughs> expectation of you. You stupid. No, I'm kidding. Sorry.
3: No, <laughs> no, no.
2: I, I, I see where Jeremy's coming from. In- in I do that. Like, yeah, sorry. Because, like, in, in an office setting, you are expected to look a certain way you know and it depends on the job sometimes you have to dress much more professionally than uh, some other jobs i know tech jobs tend to be a bit more lax depends on which again what your occupation is
3: this goes Um, all the way down i mean schools have uniforms but it's always different for the girls
2: yeah it's it i I do find it uh, ridiculous um in a sense sometimes when i think about how there's always
3: extra layers
2: was like why do we have to like you know dress in a suit and tie and all these all this professional crap at the end of the day because it's dressing up the fact that, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Like, you can dress up in a suit and tie, and someone could still be the most unprofessional, like, mofo out there you will ever meet, you know? Um, I And that's why, like, work from home kind of, like, is nice because you don't have to, like, be concerned about that. You're more f- focused on, you know, really the people you're talking to, or, or, you know, uh, over Zoom or WebEx or whatever the heck you're using. Um, yeah, just one less thing to worry about. I know this is a little slightly off topic, but it goes yeah. back to, like, the topic of, like, appearances here. Oh.
0: All right. The next thing I want to touch on, going into like a little bit more of the show, Brandon, if you don't mind, is is the next one of one of um, Jennifer Walters' clients um, that thought he was dating Megan the Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> that can was, we just? We'll oh my! Jump, we'll jump God. back
1: to the nation after this, but like this was yeah yeah. First yeah. of all, people hated this shit. I loved it. I am a big Megan the Stallion fan. I love her. She's so talented. She is beautiful. She's just banging. I think that I she, I loved how much people hated it. That's why I loved it that much. People you know? were like it's you have to adjust everything to like the lens of the director kind of. People were like, "Oh my god, Tony died for this." I'm just like, "This is a different thing." Like this this show is more similar to a
2: sitcom than anything else. And like like you that can't complain no about it,
1: yeah. Like I mean, it's-
2: there's so many, so many other things you could say. Like Tony, Tony died for X, Y, Z. Like for example, Tony died for I don't know some.
3: Exactly, uh, I'm like it's in, in anywhere. Some Asgardian lady. You might, to you to might as well train. say Tony
0: died so Spider Man could fuck every fuck a bunch of shit
3: up.
1: Yeah, I mean yeah, there, you, there you go. I I was a big fan of this episode. Um, I think it was really funny how they decided to do runa and the shape shifting elf,
2: who's also from the comics, by the way. Um, Excellent. And Qu- uh, she- question about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's from Asgard. There's, I noticed that there's all all these uh, different um, aliens and characters who are now in New Asgard. Right, so that was but a new I don't scroll. I don't think they're they were there before when they you know all the Asgardians first moved, right? Here's New Asgard. Here's the history of New Asgard.
1: So New Asgard was the place where the Tesseract was found in Captain America. Okay. Yes. so we established yes. that yes. Okay. Odin loved this place and the people who lived there worshipped them as like deities and they like kept the secret that they actually existed but like wrote about them um, then you know the, the thing happens in Ragnarok they go there well before that they're attacked they lose half their population so Thanos murders only half the people the yep. other people presumably get away on a ship and go to New Asgard. Um, yes, and then the people, you know, their race, they're, they're blipped back, and then New Asgard basically becomes like a tourist attraction and also a spaceport, essentially. Like Thanks. other species of alien races, go to New
2: Asgard. And we
1: see that a little
3: bit
2: space America.
1: It's yeah, it it essentially is like, it's a tourist attraction and it's like all walks of alien life go there. Um, But we see like a few alien races and like, I remember pointing that out in um, love and thunder. Um, There's it's
2: not just humans. It's other people there too. Yeah. Yeah. That's I want to mention that too because like I we re-watched, we we rewatched uh, Love and Thunder mm-hmm. and uh, yeah there, I noticed there were a lot of these different like alien children there I think one's a liking, there was like liking kid and then there was a kill uh, something 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 that starts with K, K, a corgan that's I actually wrote down my notes a korrigan. and and I think uh, one of the gods that was actually killed by Gore off screen of course was uh, the, a the god. mm mm-hmm. god. then okay
1: so i want to talk about abomination yeah
0: Um, that was yeah yeah, we got yeah we 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 jumped we kind of jumped around from going to mega stallion go what about abomination kind of like that episode was pretty pivotal i think
3: it was
1: and i was pleasantly surprised that they used the scene from shang chi um which was very nice and cool because like when I saw Shang-Chi, I was like, where the fuck is he going? And why does he look like a birdcage? You remember like there was (laughs) a whole like background and like, I've been, yeah, we've been wondering what the hell that was for like the longest time. And we finally like got some answers, which was cool.
2: Um, And I really thought, thought, I thought it looked like, I remember in the first episode when we got to see, you know, Bruce's like a little Island place, whatever that he's, had set up with uh was it Tony and everything. Mm-hmm. yeah. I thought Mexico. It, it looks similar to like his kind of like lap setup, you know. I think that the same like uh cage or container or whatever that uh, he had um Jennifer like kind of like go through, you know, to kind of like trigger her She-Hulk yeah. powers or whatever. Um so I thought it was gonna be some I thought he I don't know, he was gonna go to one of those things, you know. Somehow Bruce was connected to it. But no he was in a, some sort of maximum security oh. prison. <laughs> Um, but it's really cool to see that, that kind of like just that seamless connection right there. It's like, oh, cool. We've uh, Apparently this um, series happens at the same time, or at least that episode happened at, during the events of Shang-Chi.
1: I am which I almost
2: positive here. we have seen that prison somewhere else.
1: I just have... Which, the, which prison? The prison with... Um, that has Abomination in it. I'm almost positive that is where Zemo was kept when they broke him out in American or Captain America and Winter Soldier. He
0: was in he was in Germany.
1: Yeah. Uh, where have we seen that? I know we've seen that building in other places. The only other uh, be- way was, we it, we saw was that in Doctor Dr. Marvel. Strange? No, we wait, saw okay. it in its Marvel. Let's
3: oh my see, god. Wait.
1: When it's, the clandestines oh, were really? transported
2: to- it's the same prison.
1: I'm almost positive that's the same prison cuz it's been bothering me for so long cuz I have I just haven't looked it up. I'm just like we've seen that prison.
2: But wait, so wait, is this where is this prison held? Is it is this in like LA because I know that this this That uh,
0: wouldn't with, make sense cuz like they were all the, the way Jersey Marvel in New New Jersey and Miss Marvel. They could have
1: been
2: transported,
0: you know.
1: I'm going to have to look mm-hmm. that up later. Anyway. She-Hulk
2: is set in LA, right? Not uh, New York. It is. She-Hulk is
0: in LA. Yes, She-Hulk okay. is in LA.
2: Yeah, so So I don't can't spell lawyers
0: without L A. Ha ha
2: ha! I never heard of that one before, but that's funny. I haven't Um, either. I just made it up. But while uh, Brandon's doing that, I want to talk about more about Emil Blonsky and how they focused on the story from his perspective. You know, the the events of Incredible Hulk and how Mm -hmm. everyone's pretty much forgotten what happened in that movie. Um, But all we know is like. like, Blonsky, you know, turned into an abomination, you know, rah, 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 you know, he thought that he wanted, he thought he was going to be the hero. And it was really, it kind of broke my heart in a way, went to hear his story and how like he genuinely thought that he was doing the right thing. And then the US government screwed him over, just like how they screw over really a lot of people, you know, ordinary citizens and how he ended up being portrayed as the villain. And there are a lot, and it's really just a matter of perspective, right? You know, Hulk could have been the villain for all we know, and Abomination could have ended up being the hero. It Hulk had he was won. originally
0: Hulk. Yeah. And you're right. Hulk was initially the villain in, in that, in that uh, storyline. Like who were they chasing down? They were chasing Bruce Banner. Um, and then all this, you know, and then when, you know, Blonsky didn't think they were doing enough. He, he did take matters into his own hands. That was, you know, that was the, that was a choice that, you know, caused his you know, that caused him to end up where he ended up. Um, but you know, I, I liked that they referenced something like. I Brandon, it, fill us in if you know if you have any knowledge to this. But I never knew why they you know they jumped from actor to actor with Bruce Banner, um, you know because Edward, Edward Norton, Norton hated Edward. It. He did. <laughs>
1: he did. He absolutely okay. like despised working with Marvel, working with the directors. He said like start to finish, he would never do it again.
2: Oh his. Is lost, but I mean, I guess All if right. he did, he had, he didn't have a good time, then that that's unfortunate. All right. Well, that's, yeah. that's,
0: that's, that's yeah. an actor. Yeah. Actors are going to act. Um, yep. <laughs> so, but, but yeah, I, wanna... you know, I, I like, I was appreciative of that, like, cause, yeah. I'm glad they didn't let the fact that the lead role in that didn't, you know, it didn't stop them from referencing it, you know? It wasn't, a, yeah. it wasn't like a gray area that they, that they could not reference.
2: It's kind of hard to talk about, you know, the whole Hulk story, you know, you know, without the, you know, addressing, you know, Miloszki, you know, an abomination, and I think it's kind of a nice way to kind of tie things up. You know, we get to hear how he, you know, made amends with Bruce over time. That's that was very touching. You know, he genuinely was sorry about everything that's happened. You know, he shows that he is not a bad guy. You know, he just and he was really more a victim of a corrupt system that got thrown under the bus. Um, By the U.S. government, and I think they did a really good job of helping helping the viewers like us uh, really empathize with his situation and how he Mm -hmm. really deserved to be released because he he truly you know wanted to make amends you know and took the steps and uh what has bonded with what eight soulmates was that oh gosh (laughs) was (laughs) polygamy i think um but that that was that part was funny but also it's like it just shows that he's ready to just move on he just wants to live a freaking normal life like many other people who are out there in prison right now i think we
0: need to i think we need to talk about wongers
1: uh Everyone had a big problem with this episode. Are you? I it was
2: so funny.
1: It. it had action. It had humor. It had friendships. It, ha- it was just everything I could have hoped for. I hope that there is a spin off with Madison and Wong. <laughs> <laughs> it, it can be like little 10 minute Brandon for, episodes. Brandon, for the yeah, listeners out say, there, hold on. Brandon it's one of those for,
3: like six minute tiny ones. Brandon, yeah. for the
1: listeners out there, can you please spell Madison's name? It's spelled with one Y and two N's and it's not where you think. like every her little mannerisms, like when she was like she's like, I just need you to like go up here and answer a few questions. She's like, Yeah, of course. I love that. Absolutely. And, like it's just like these like <laughs> funny little things is like what makes her so enjoyable and annoying for me. Um, I do also love how she kept spoiling the Sopranos
0: for Walking. <laughs>
3: Yes, oh my gosh.
0: Well, like,
1: Wong oh my is God.
3: actually
0: been hilarious. Wong, like- Wong is the guy yeah. that can't catch a break that deserves to catch a break. Like, I want to watch The Sopranos without being spoiled. And I, damn it, Madison.
2: It's hard being the Social <laughs> Supreme. <laughs> I love how Oh my god.
1: I love how she just like dropped in his house and she's like, "Are you <laughs> are you the king of the goblins?" <laughs> like <laughs> she's very funny to me and Like
0: I, I uh, would, Brandon, why why was there so much like negative reaction towards this specific episode with, you know,
3: Danny Blaze!
0: People it's Donnie Blaze.
1: Uh, Donnie Blaze,
0: whatever. And
1: pe- <laughs> people hate seeing women have fun. That's why people hate seeing it women really, be funny.
3: I think that's why people are so mad at this when, whole series, and fact, they're so bad at the Megan the Stallion stuff, exactly. and they're so mad at Madison. But it's, it's so funny, and they've all and been also, I want to talk more about Megan the Stallion because that was hilarious. We can do that.
1: Yeah. We never talked and about the
0: twerk. Blue anymore. wants to talk about Megan the Stallion.
1: Blue
3: has thoughts about it too. He also enjoyed that scene, uh, but it was just so funny, and I found out. Also, I read an article about it that uh, what was her name again? Tatiana Maslany. Maslany. Yes, she is apparently an actual like Megan the Stallion fan and was super excited to meet her and was like geeking out. And when they did that whole twerking scene, they didn't have choreography. They just like let them dance and jump so that out. was
0: that was tatiana Muslani in siege in a green suit twerking yeah oh
3: did you see the behind
0: the
1: scenes
3: picture with she's with on like <laughs> a
1: platform with like all this like robotic gear on her and she's just like oh, that's
0: awesome she's just like making yep. it hit
1: the floor and megan the Stallion's just like Yay. and then and then we're gonna rewind
0: <laughs> it back like so much and fun. then katie to rewind it back one more cutscene. i guess we all know
3: <laughs>
2: captain america
0: fucks
3: captain america fun. oh yeah yeah that's
2: that, that was funny too just, just those moments are funny um i think uh i read too that the cameramen were a little hesitant about yeah. like you know actually like filming the twerking like getting up close but the director was like no you
3: need get in on the get, different the, angles <laughs> get in on like, ass, do you like, see all this ass are like, you filming all this ass <laughs>
2: yaddy, yadda yadda yadi yadi. One of the greatest uh, moments in MCU history, I, I thought. Just like, just never would I have thought I have thought Megan Thee Stallion would actually be a part of the MCU. And, Do you know yes. how
1: that came out to be? No, so, I want to know the origin behind how this I, got. I know together. it. I know it. It was
3: it was it Jamila. Was in the article that we read.
1: It was Jamila. Yeah. She's she's uh, the one who plays Tatiana no she's friends with megan the stallion and was like yeah. and so apparently the director is a big fan too and she's like do you want to be on this show and apparently megan was like yeah
3: <laughs> i bet she yeah, did. they were talking freaked. about how did, she was in something else recently i don't remember does anybody know
1: what megan what
3: it was yeah apparently so what she had been in something i think it was another small part in something else and she had been in something else and they were like that's an option and then i there feel was like she,
1: she's just like rich enough where Kinda she could happened. be like she could be like all right i'm just gonna like
2: take a bunch of acting classes and then she'd be really good at it like <laughs> she's that kind of person <laughs> I know it's like, like a common like stereotype slash kind of like thing among like actors and music artists. Right. Vice versa, where they like actors wanted to, you know, get into music and to, like maybe produce their own stuff and vice versa. Actors want to get into music. Will Smith is kind of like one of those examples, right? There mm-hmm. where He wasn't act- acting, but also he kind of like did a little bit back and forth. I think he was kind of more one of the more successful people. I like, kind of like switching back and forth. It's kind sure. of it's no pun intended because I know he has a single out there called Switch, um, yes. which I did listen to as a kid. Um oh, yeah. That was a, yeah.
0: that was an all time favorite at our Mitzvah parties for Brandon and I for sure. Mm.
2: <laughs> That's so funny! I oh, my about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god! Oh my god! By the way,
1: yes, those are the same prisons.
3: How? That's,
0: they blue flew. Can't blue. They is
1: transported them. them. They just flew yeah. them
0: on over to L.A. and okay. Like, so all they're right, the same. All right. uh, wait, wait. They're the same prison seat. Like like scenes they use are the same prisons in the in the in, in the that's not plots. a real
1: building jeremy
0: <laughs> that is a cgi building um
1: it is the same location in the marvel cinematic universe
0: okay okay it okay, is that's made all, okay. out of
1: ones and zeros <laughs> okay, i was so. just making sure brandon
0: okay mind you that's a wacky ass building <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else say something else. Damn it! Okay. So it makes
2: this yeah. going back going to Miss Marvel. I know this is, we're talking about uh, She Hulk, but I'm thinking back now. Okay, so now we know it's set, if it's, it's in LA, LA. Then
3: how the hell did what's his face get back over?
2: Well, they all oh, well, well, all he the, just uh, did what, it. He drove. No, 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 no! I'm talking about. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. I forgot. He was arrested, too. That's what
3: I'm talking but about. But I'm thinking yeah, about, like, cleansing this.
2: People are already wondering, like, okay, how the heck did he get a plane a fly all the way over to, uh, was it Pakistan? And, it, like, I don't know how far it, it is to get from... They got LA old over money. To Pakistan, but, They got the but, but, oldest like, of money. Backchangers. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, like, wanted criminals. I don't know. There's That part of the plot, they I got, got. is kind of, like, is, like, <laughs> kind of confusing. But then, I agree. Yeah, how, how did the sun... Uh, I'm forgetting his name suddenly. Um, how did he name go name. from LA yeah, all the way to Jersey? Kamran,
3: like, yeah. that's okay. right. I knew um, to start it with a K, and that's all I could do.
2: He ran
1: really fast. He
3: ran
2: really fast. He could have just, uh, what was what, the thing called? Uh, he knows people. I don't know. He's His family is
1: like hundreds of years old. Maybe they just know a guy or know a few guys or know I, all the people.
2: Hike. All right, to right go all right, work. hold on, hold
0: up. I want to get back on to, to the studio car. real quick. And i like to comment like comment on the last scene of the most recent episode from last week in regards to what we saw in that, in that uh, bucket.
2: Of oh, that fa- fashion, the, the fashion designer. bucket of fashion. What's that fashion designer's name again? Uh, I'm, like, blanking out. His assistant
1: is it's Tinsley
2: amazing. Luke, I think his name is. Luke, oh my goodness, he's def that that personality right See, there. He's, it's he's
0: another flat. reason why so many people hate the show, which is why I love it that much more.
1: See, I love Tim because, like, if I were in the Marvel universe, it would be a character very similar to him.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> if Brandon, I were a Brandon, and I were talking about this, Brandon, it and I were would talking be about similar this. to it, Luke. He, he, he would be a you know a black. Gay fashion no. designing superhero building
2: boss. No one sees this, but I'm shaking my freaking head. And my head
1: out my, my front right would definitely be a boba tea shop because I love boba. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: oh yeah.
0: <laughs> Boba's I love so good. Like, it's genius. That That fit the description too well. To Brent, I was like. Is, is that like when I was watching? It was like, I think Brandon knows
2: this guy. <laughs> I, I love how it was the, um, this, uh, the paralegal, she spoke in Chinese, and the guy was just like,
3: What is that Chinese? I <laughs> was
2: I'm just, I'm just like, oh, I'm just like yeah. it's, it's like, a, it's like a, it's just a playful jab at like how like people will always make these like, some, first of all, it's impressive that she knows Chinese anyway, but like, this is <laughs> like, what? I'm like, you can't just throw that sh- shit a little bit
3: of casual now, racism. Yeah, I'm
2: like more, no, especially I since forgot. that Boba Shep's 10th,
0: be
3: oh. I thought that was like,
0: trying to be polite and speak the native of what they thought that person was. She was
1: trying. Yeah, something. but she kind of assumed,
3: which is the problem.
0: Uh, that, 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 that's a very
2: painful <laughs> She <something>. will <won't laughs> you know unless, unless you diverse.
1: try. She, her like shrug a, afterwards was like, I did a racism. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. She's like, she like, ah, shit. Uh, <laughs> <let's>, uh, <laughs> I also want to kind of jump back to her. She is an excellent paralegal. Character. Yes. Um, yes. Oh my god, now I'm forgetting her name. Um, she is such I'm a fun terrible character. At anybody's name. I'm so bad. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have spoke to you before we did a podcast. Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 um, what was her
2: name? Is it Nikki?
3: Sure. Let's that. say that. <laughs> oh my goodness. We'll find out. Give me a second. Let's, let's
2: get, let Katie find out. There. It's. Um, I, I did want to Nikki. talk about the fashion designer because like i actually watched a lot of project runway growing up Nifty. and it is nikki so. that personality <laughs> okay. is like i nikki was like Ramos. yeah this is definitely like a typical personality like you see like in the fashion industry like these this type of like almost arrogant cocky you know like they so overconfident personality like, is like no pedestal like you know yeah, there's like they, they don't get it's kind of, they kind of have to be that way because they have to you know say my my stuff's the best right here because especially if they're working their clients are literally superheroes and super enhanced you know individuals right like, super so
1: villains they, too so oh are we they, oh, we saw one of the super villains leave that guy's office yes.
2: um, wait really
1: yeah I did not notice and it was Frogman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. I I guarantee you, we're going to be seeing someone called Frogman, and he's got Please. things on his forehead that look like frog eyes. Oh my um, god! Please tell agreed. us more about Frogman. He can jump like a frog. That's, that's about the it. lamest. That's that was literally. Frog man,
0: was Frogman an X Men?
3: What is this? A, a Batman? No, that's villain?
1: Toad. You're thinking of Toad. Yeah, Toad. I was about oh, to say okay. Toad okay. is All actually right. formidable. Um, he's got that tongue too. Frogman is like I think it's like he doesn't have powers.
3: Once again, what is this? A Batman villain? <laughs>
2: not, wait, did you say? Kite, no, Kite no, Man? Katie, that's DC. That's offensive. Did, Katie? Oh, okay. did, did you say Kite Man from a uh, Harley Quinn? Because that's kind of like that's. The oh, one I one love idea. Kite Man from Harley Quinn. Yes, I love I love Kite Man too. Don't get me wrong, but like Kite yeah, Man is great. I
0: love these off the rail episodes. I'm not being sarcastic at all. <laughs> these are the be- These are honestly the best type of talks because. <laughs>
2: It's a fun series.
3: Shameless plug, uh, for our Marvel for fans, the DC's Harley Quinn TV show is freaking hilarious. Fantastic! Yeah, I
2: really wish we like. It's like the only DC Sim- similar vein. Katie, similar
3: we're not vein sponsored. To this, we're honestly. you're good.
0: We're not sponsored. <laughs> say whatever the fuck you say whatever the fuck you want. Okay. Yeah. It's
1: similar the only,
3: vein. similar vein.
0: The only DC project I literally endorse. <laughs> like i just i first i lost all faith in dc
1: oh, we opened up
0: guys we open up a rabbit hole because i got a question for the if that's the case like so you're oh boy you know, so, so you're not for you, you're not gonna see, go see black adam probably it, maybe i'll watch uh, it when it comes
1: out to like streaming but like i just lost all faith and it's not in any of the actors or the creatives in it it's literally just everybody who's running warner
2: brothers and dc yeah it's okay, like fair enough warner brothers yeah. is kind of is it's, definitely ru- ruin it it's All right, the fair lighter. So, I'll still watch. Black- so the direction.
0: So the direction. I'm just kind of. I'm trying to bring it back a little bit. So the direction for <laughs> DC is a little bit, you know, off track. How do you think? What does? So what does Marvel need to do to like make the second half of Hulk as like the second half of She Hulk? She-Hulk, excuse me. It, it's 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 going to be more plot based now. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I think a lot of the, like the main points have been set up. What does it have to do to like score? You know, like I guess I know maybe brand uh, directly brand <laughs> towards Brandon in your opinion, like to score to like maybe like squeak its way maybe into your top five. Like you know, because I think as far as we know, like you said, Wandavision's up there as your top series so far. Am I right? Yes, that's then, because I out... know
1: I know everything that's going to happen in the show too.
0: You do <laughs> most you do. of everything. So I guess if that's the case.
1: And we I'm not going to keep
0: talking all, you know, the whole, but, but if that's the case, Brad, if you know what's going to happen in this show, how do they need to deliver it without saying like how it's going to happen? Here's what's going to happen. Okay,
1: so okay, we... you, you remember yeah. Mallory Book who works at the law firm, H, who's like so well-dressed and pretty. Uh, is she the, the lady one, who, who represented? represented her? Yes. Yes. She represented it. Uh, she represented um Jennifer Walters.
2: I think she's, she's cool.
1: the. Yeah. I think she's the villain. I think that she is the one who is after Jennifer's blood. Do you remember the the the, the wrecking crew or whatever the the guys who had the Asgardian? Were they binding? hired by her? They were hired by her, I believe. Um, and the reason is is because she had been working at that law firm much longer than her. She definitely wanted to be the head of the superhuman law division. Like she definitely did. Mm-hmm. And so mm. like she's seeing as the only way and we've seen in two times now in the previews before the episode starts, we've seen Bruce destroying Jennifer's blood. Like, you remember that scene where he throws it in that box and those lasers destroy all evidence of her blood?
2: <laughs> Everyone yeah. is
1: going to be she, her blood is being sought after. And that's the whole point, um, because oh, yeah, and those... she wants to be a Hulk, oh. too, or she wants to try to do something and she wants to gain powers so she'll have a leg up on Jen and be able to take her job.
2: So you think that she hired those goons who tried who they did assa- try assaulted to her.
3: stab her with the thing? Yeah, they tried to
1: take her blood.
2: You um, think she, uh, uh, th- that lady, I forgot her name already, uh, she, uh, uh, hired those goons, which is kind of stupid in my opinion. But
1: the way that this, that it can be kind of tied up in a bow and delivered in the most efficient and best way possible is to kind of keep doing what it's doing. It's been building up, and a lot of people have not seen it been building up, but I see it building up. I see it leading to something, and we haven't seen it yet. We're, we're just kind of seeing part of a map here. And the only real way for them to kind of deliver on these promises is just to kind of, like, keep going, keep going with the setup. Um,
2: Keep Wong in it. No, I'm kidding. Wong would be fine without
3: it. Honestly. Wongers. Wongers. Tom Wong.
2: I think they need, uh, for just to satiate a lot of the viewers out there too. Like, obviously, they need to really deliver with the Daredevil cameo that they're mm-hmm. gonna have. Like, I think p- p- that's that, that. A lot of people are complaining about the series, partly because, uh, they were you. I feel it does feel like they were using the Daredevil cameo like as a major selling point for She-Hulk, which I real kind of is counterproductive to like the whole point of She-Hulk in the first place. True. I disagree. Like,
0: I
1: think that yeah, you should also, use... I'm
2: kind of siding with Brand on this one. You I think, should,
1: not I think, to take yeah. apart, not to take away from Jen Walters or Tatiana, I think they should use all the tools at their disposal to attract as many people as possible to be an audience member. Yeah, so I, I kind of personally side, disagree yeah. with, like, coming from a money standpoint and coming from, mm-hmm. like, a viewer standpoint. I personally... Daredevil on Netflix is one of my favorite shows I've ever. I've been trying to get Jeremy to watch it for, yeah. like, years. Um, Jeremy hasn't
0: watched it still? I, I mean, know, right? I love Daredevil. All right, Brandon, like, give me I, a chance to respond if you're going to put me on blast, Jeez, Jeremy.
1: But <laughs> I, I still came to this show. Yep, that's Brandon. for She-Hulk for sure. But mm-hmm. I was so excited to see
2: Charlie Cox in any capacity. I think a lot of people are like very. You shouldn't watch it for like, Yes, I agree with that, and I think that, may, that might be. It a point that some people are I guess maybe a little upset about it's like I'm not, we don't want people to really watch She-Hulk just for Daredevil and unfortunately I think there are some people who are just here just for Daredevil but we are here obviously for She-Hulk I'm excited for Charlie Cox's reappearance as Dare, as Daredevil in the series because I like, hope
3: they like, use him well is yes. the only potential problem if they're gonna use him as a draw and involve him in this series when he doesn't really need to be then there needs to be like a good use of this character and this cameo and it can't be just a cheap cameo.
1: I agree with that. It has to be efficient and has to be good. You're, you're right. Yeah. But I think that might be a good place to kind of leave the episode here. Do um, you guys have any closing thoughts?
0: Um, I, I um, just, I, I hope um, they're, they're able to deliver, <clears throat> excuse me, in a way that, you know, you were just explaining with, you know everything's in place and and also I did what I want what, one thing I wanted to say kind of like siding with Brandon what his point he was just making was um I think She-Hulk could stand on you know on its own two feet without a, without a Dare, Daredevil cameo but I think it'll just be that much better with it it'll just amplify how it'll it'll, it'll, it'll it's it's grabbing more eyes you're right it's money but it's but it's mm. I think it's it, 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 saying, it could stand on its own feet keep- without it but I think it's going to be that much better with it People are but excited that's, to see Daredevil that's, that's, that's on the That's the point screen. I was going to end on there.
2: Size eleven, people, Green Feet. People are excited to see Daredevil again. I think on the, on t- on TV or on the big screen or whatever it is. I mean, we saw a little bit of him already in uh, Spider Man before, which is great. Only got got like thirty seconds of him. Um, I think I did want to talk real quick about. I remembered why people are upset about the series, and I think it started off with the first episode. Um, it was how jennifer responded to bruce and his the trauma that he was dealing with and how she was equating like his trauma that he dealt with with you know the fact that you know she deals with a lot of shit being a woman and a lot of people who've dealt with their own personal like you know trauma and you know anything like depression and all that you know it didn't sit well with them um it's like dude like you're some people think it was like comparing apples to to oranges but it's mm. i think it's a very complex topic sure
3: what part you're talking about
2: um, because it was it was the part where like uh i guess in the first episode when she was she's complaining leaving. how yeah, yeah and she is, was complaining how like yeah. you know bruce was kind of like projecting a lot of his like you know trauma and like his like you know uh
1: basically jen was crap. like she said you're a cautionary tale and basically i don't want to become you because of all this shit that you've had to go through
2: Dan uh, uh, also a little bit more um, nuance on that but yeah <laughs> she, she, I think she she also says, uh something along the lines of like you know I have to you know I have to deal with a lot of shit being a woman, you know, I repress a lot of you know, you know my anger, you know, because of how society views, views me and all that, which don't get me wrong, is absolutely correct. She's totally right about that. I think it was just like people weren't weren't very happy with how they managed that, how they were trying to make it like a battle of like, okay, whose crap is worse. people the, are too soft. Crap to- the crap that women deal with versus, or the crap that, you know, traumatized person But I didn't see it, it like with.
3: that. I, I thought it was I – was, I saw it more as – I feel like this is men who are mad about this.
2: Yes. Person. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Uh,
3: but I didn't see mind. it as her, like, trying to one-up him. I saw yes. it as her, like, trying to explain, explain why, yeah. why she's like – She's like, I already deal with enough shit. Like, this is just another shit to add to the pile. I'm fine. Let me <laughs> leave.
2: I, I, th- I thought it was just like a typical like family argument where we were like, "I dealt with worse crap than you," blah blah. <laughs> I think this, because I think we in families we were like, "Come on, I've had it worse than you," or "I, I had it worse than you." So uh, I, yeah, I don't that's know. the
3: other thing too. It's not like they're random strangers or even friends; they're family members. They're cousins. Yes.
1: Um, but yeah, I think that's a great note to end on. Um, mm-hmm. Overall, great series. We'll be back for another episode once this series wraps up. Um, Just want to thank everybody for listening. You can find our podcast anywhere where podcasts are available. Um, But we do like it when you listen on Spotify. So like and subscribe and give us five stars. Thank you.